when our passage this morning, there's a sense of a new day dawning, a new year starting perhaps, isn't there? There's uh, something happening for God's holy people. In Isaiah, the Israelites have been going through turmoil. There's been all sorts of things. It's been a, a great time of darkness. They've been prisoners. They've been great poverty. But the times, they're changing. They have a hope in what's occurring. And what is occurring? Well, Nehemiah and Ezra were given the money to rebuild the temple. Money and materials so that Jerusalem could be reconstructed. That the people would be able to worship. And the resources came not from the Israelites, but from Gentiles. And with the rising of the temple, the Israelites could feel their strength and they'll be able to sense something of hope and salvation coming. God, through the heart of the Gentile king, I, and I'm, I always struggle over this name, after Xerxes, or something like that, after Xerxes probably is a, a more uh, proper pronunciation. But he was giving them a place to call their own again. A place where they could worship. And as the temple grows, as brick is built on brick, so the spirit of what is right grows among the Israelites. And many, many return to the city and to the temple. Now, are these simply fickle people who have strayed and now return as they see a more modern house of worship? Is the temple for them just a new whim? No. They're not just coming back because it's the thing to do, the thing that's fashionable. But they're coming because with faith they see that God is indeed God. He is the one who created, the one who loves them, the one who cares for what happens each moment of their life. He is the God who keeps promises. He's faithful to them. And they awaken and they too become faithful. They see that even a Gentile Arabian king is bringing glory to the temple and glory to God. And the reading tells us about there being gold and silver and it will speak further of uh, rams and sheep, things for sacrifice being brought if we were to continue reading. And there at the end of the passage a reference to gold and incense. Things that we might be thinking of this coming Sunday 
as we actually do get to Epiphany. Well, we don't have camels in the account of the Magi, but here they are in this passage. We see a foreshadowing of the future. People coming to worship the true king, the Lord of all. The visitors to the young Jesus were not the Israelite aristocracy. We remember, and maybe we'll get a hint of it here with what's still remaining, you know, the humble setting in Bethlehem. We remember a manger, a feeding trough, and perhaps too the shepherds that came off the hillside. And the ones that come later, the Magi, are wealthy Gentiles. Just as Jerusalem was rebuilt for all people to come to, Jesus the King came to earth for all. But the future imagery that Isaiah is talking about need not stop there in the stable. It need not stop with that first coming into the world. The shining rebuilt Jerusalem, spoken of by Isaiah, is also a sort of pre-picture of that new Jerusalem that we see in Revelation, in Revelation 21, of heaven where the city is built with gold as pure as, uh, as glass and it shines with the glory of God. Though, of course, the new Zion doesn't need an actual temple building for sacrificial worship as the Lamb will more than suffice. 2018 was maybe a difficult year for us and difficult for many people. Might have had personal challenges or pains, health issues, maybe the loss of people we've loved. And internationally, many nations have been groaning in pain. We've seen in the last few days um, the tsunami uh, following the collapse of Krakatoa. We see people fleeing um, their homelands, becoming refugees. We see the war and conflict going on in northern, uh, northern Iraq, Syria, and also in the Yemen, where there seems to be no end. And so there is natural disaster and man's inhumanity bringing darkness in the world. But if we were to say there has been 
more suffering than at other times? Or is it simply that we are more aware of where the world is and how dark the world can be? Is it simply the 24-hour media that is there making us ever aware of destruction and terrorism and so on? But we must remember we are Christians. We have a God who keeps his promise, a God who brings his light. So at the start of this new year, where there will be new challenges, perhaps challenges continuing, the, the challenge of Brexit looming and what will happen there, perhaps other difficulties too with our own health or our families, we must be like Isaiah and acknowledge that although there is much darkness, although all perhaps seemed to him to be dark at one point, the whole earth, darkness covers the earth, but light comes. The Lord doesn't bring darkness. He brings light and hope. Light at creation. Light for the Israelites in the rebuilding of the temple in Jerusalem. Light in the coming of Jesus that our sins may be forgiven. And light in that future hope too. The eternal life in a new Jerusalem, which does not need moon or sun, because God's glory is so great. God gives us hope for all our tomorrows and challenges us too to be people of hope, people of light. The people come to you, the promise goes in Isaiah. They will come because of what will be seen. God's love present in our life. So let us journey with hope. Let us be rather like those magi that are not quite there at Bethlehem yet. Let us use what gifts we have to proclaim the love of God and the light that he pours upon the world.